Season one, episode 11. Garrett, you ready to go? Let's do it. All right, fire it up, Cam. Let's hit it. Welcome to The Blind, where friendships are made and the world's problems are solved. Thanks for stopping by. Let's talk ducks. This episode brought to you by Shin Gear, waterfowl gear that is truly built better. Apex Ammunition, experience your best shot. Alpha Innovations, the do-it-all rack system. Stratton Seed Company, planning today for success tomorrow. Baits and Blades, Texarkana's premier waterfowl and tackle supply. Perfect Limit Outdoors and the designated puller. Make the water move. Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it ain't the duck. Lyle Real Estate. Land investment experts you can trust. Sit back and enjoy. It's time for another episode of the Blind Waterfowl Podcast. From the Lyle Real Estate Studio, here are your hosts, Garrett Camp, Brian Bolt. Episode 11, Garrett Camp, along with Brian Bolt here on the blind. Garrett, how you feeling today, buddy? Feeling good, man. Glad to be doing the show again. It's just me and you tonight. That's right. It's just going to be us. So if you're tuning in, we really, really appreciate you tuning in right here on the blind and if you're tuning in either on facebook youtube or spotify or apple podcast we appreciate you for watching or listening each and every week if you are listening or watching on one of those platforms and you're not following us on the other make sure you go over and check us out we're on facebook we're on instagram tiktok and both spotify and uh, apple Podcasts. And Garrett is the TikTok master. I don't know about that. <clears throat> I post every now and then, but I wouldn't say I'm a master by any means. <laughs> I can see uh, your wife is tuning in. I appreciate appreciate her watching. You know, my wife, she's she's not tuning in. So we appreciate Andrea for tuning in there. She, she says, says that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's quite a big deal, but <laughs> look, let's hop into this thing. We appreciate all of our sponsors here on the blind. Without them, we couldn't make this happen. Alpha Innovations, Designated Puller, Perfect Limit Outdoors. Of course, Shin Gear, Stratton Seed Company, Apex Ammunition. And of course, we come to you from the Lyle Real Estate Studio each and every week. And then the official coffee of the blind, Dirty Duck Coffee. So we appreciate all of those sponsors. Garrett's got a little, you got anything uh-huh. in that cup? You got anything in the cup? <laughs> I'm fresh out. <laughs> Something fresh fell out of there. Yeah, I've got I've got my I got my tea over here, but uh, okay. no coffee today. Can't can't drink it this early, or I'll be up all night. I heard that. I heard that. Well, let's get into it a little bit. So one of the things we wanted to hit on, and I guess you kind of put that out there, something we were going to talk about was this new Shin knee boot. Yeah, Garrett. So Shin, he wants to, Cam. I'm he wants to, to jump, jump off it. in it right I'm right away. It. Right away. Let me let me grab my. I'm boot fired here. up. So I actually brought one of my boots in. I yeah. know you can't see it very well, but I'm going to hold it up. So the new Shin Scout boot. And I know what did I been... say? Did I say knee boot? I don't I know meant, what you an- said. I, I wasn't listening ankle, to it. Ankle boot. Yeah. 
It's a scout boot. Oh, okay. It's for you to go scouting in. So let's talk about this thing. We've been, you and I have known that this was coming for a little while and we have been excited about it. And then for me, at least when it got here, I feel like it came out better than what I expected. Not that I expected anything less, but I love it. Oh, I do too. I feel like it's something, you know, we talked about, we just use it all the time, whether I'm going out to feed the dogs or going to work a dog or putting them on after I take my waders off or it's raining outside and I don't want to get my feet wet. I mean, I just feel like it's a, it's something that I'll use throughout the whole year. Yeah, exactly. And so they come in two different colors. Garrett got the, uh, the olive green and, uh, and I got the brown. Uh, they just come in those two colors, but who needs, who needs more? But, uh, I mean, what, what were your first, you, you put it on for the first time. It ain't, tell, about the co- it ain't about the colors for me. It's about the comfort. Well, tell tell us. You put it on for the first time. What would you think? Exactly what you thought as soon as it hit exactly your Exactly what I thought. I thought they were really comfortable, first off. I thought they were very easy to get on and off, which is yeah. nice for something like that. But then the other thing that I noticed is even though they're really easy to get on and off, they didn't slide around on my foot a lot. Yeah, so they've got – I'm going to show it again on here, but uh, – they've got the rubber here and then this neoprene type, you know, stuff up here around your ankle. So it makes it real comfortable, but they're just tight enough around the ankle to keep them from moving around, but they're not so tight that it's uncomfortable. That's the problem that I have. I don't like stuff rubbing on my ankle. uh, And these don't. Yeah. There's nothing uncomfortable. I've, I've had about them, which we've only had them for a week. So time will tell. Um, that's one of the things when you, I think Brian posted on Facebook, a, a picture of his Yeah, and there's all these haters, all the haters come out of the woodworks. <laughs> how well, long, I mean, let's see how long they'll last. Let's see you, if they yeah. hold up for a year. Man, I just got them in. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get the boot. I'm excited about them because we've known they were coming for a year and, and you know, we've been worrying shin to death about, Hey, when are these boots coming? Can you get us some? We want some. And, uh, you know, we, we waited around on them. They came out. I put mine on. I was excited. I wanted people to know how excited I was. I put a post out on the excited channel. Excited were you? I'd like to know how excited you were. I was really excited. I was really excited. Did you sleep in them? I did not sleep in them, but I wore them up until I went to bed. Okay. And, uh, but like you said, the in, the comfort. Okay, let's just start with that. The insole. You don't have to put a Dr. Scholl's or anything else in it. I mean, you slide your foot in those things and it's just as comfortable as an aftermarket insole. You know what I mean? Some boots are just not comfortable and you have to put an insole in them. Yeah. Dr. Scholl's, huh? How old are you now? Is that what You're wearing Dr. Scholl's? No, I'm just saying that's the only name brand of an insole I know because I see the commercials on TV. Okay. All right. Come on, man. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah. That's one of the things I think with the with the shim waiter too that that really stuck out to me was the comfort of the boot, and yeah. then we got the what the knee boot, and now we got the ankle and every one of them all the way across same same level of comfort. That's yeah. that's the main thing I would say at this point. Um, everything else that we've had from shin has held up, and so to all the haters that uh, are worried about them not holding up, time will tell. But so far, shin's been true to their word, and they've. Everything they've had has been top notch. So I wouldn't expect anything less from the ankle boot. Yeah. And I mean, when you look at it, I mean, you can tell when stuff is, is cheaply made, 
You know, you can right. look at stuff and you could tell the seams on these boots are good. I mean, the, the it looks like a well-made uh, boot. It really yeah. does. I mean, from the sole to the, and I mean, of course, there's going to be people who have a problem here or there and they're going to complain about it. But I mean, it, it looks and feels like a well-made boot. It does. I'm it excited does. to wear them. I've wore mine around the house. Like you said, I've, I've went out and fed dogs in them. Hadn't done just a ton in them. I've only had them a week, but um, went out and worked my dog uh, yesterday uh, in them and loved them. So I can't wait to wear them uh, to the duck club. You know, it's it's yeah, one of those like things. During, during right now, I mean, I'll wear them all the time, but come duck season, I don't know if I'll take them off. You know, yeah. other than to put my waders on, other than that, I'll probably have those on. Well, you know, even even going out filling feeders up, or or it's let's say during duck season, fishing around the ponds. During duck season, we always have shoes. You know, a pair of Crocs, or this or that. That you get up early in the morning, you're either going to go out and get in your truck, or you're going to go out and throw your waders on. And you know, a lot of times uh, you just slide on something that's easy. Now. You've got these because the problem you do run into, and I know you have as well as I, you slide those Crocs on and they're comfortable, but then you get out and you may get your foot wet or you may get muddy or you may this or you may that. Well, now you've got a very comfortable boot. And and before we move on, the inside of them has this neoprene lining. So the neoprene that's here, that's all the way through the boot. So it makes it to where they slide on very easily on and off so that material is slick not slick enough that your foot's going to slide but it's right. slick enough that when you have a sock on it slides in and out real easily and i've actually worn mine without socks uh, a couple of days ago i slid mine on without a sock on i don't make a habit to wear shoes that way but i did and went outside to put the trash out but, i wouldn't uh, do that too much because those things are going to be stinking if you well my feet don't that. stink yours do you're you're a sweater you, you sweat a lot but uh well look let's change gears just a little bit yeah let's talk turkey season okay turkey season i know you can't see our background on our show right now but we've got a turkey background there's a guy behind garrett that's got a turkey over his shoulder but it's I'll, not me and i will just spill the beans <laughs> it was not one of us no so no, let's we... talk about that well what do you want to talk about? I talked. I told him last week how we didn't kill anything. Um, it was. It's just been season. a tough season. Yeah, I've actually since last week I've talked to a couple of local turkey hunters and uh, guys that really get after it. I mean, they're not. You know, I get the opportunity to hunt on the weekend a little bit. These guys hunt every day, and uh, they kind of had the same experience, same struggles. One of them didn't kill anything. One of them killed one bird. So neither one of them killed their limit for Arkansas and very few birds gobbling for whatever reason this year has just been an unusually tough season turkeys are always hard to kill it's always tough but I don't know there was something something in the water this year yeah it, it was in which of course I've said on here before but unless you've watched other episodes you, you don't really know but I, I'm not I didn't grow up the turkey hunter I'm not a I'm not I don't claim to be a turkey hunter. I have 
turkey hunted the last two or three years with Garrett because he has enjoyed it so much and he has told me how much of a thrill it is and I just didn't believe it. So I had to see it for myself. And um, I, I, still, I, still, I, I enjoy it. Until but, it happens, you know, though, until we get right. a bird fired up and he comes running into you, I don't know if you'll feel if you'll feel the way I do about turkey hunting. Yeah, and, and I believe that I really do because we've heard a couple and seen a couple while I was hunting with you, and it and it was an adrenaline rush. But until I have one come up and strut right in front of me, and I get to pull the trigger, um. And hopefully I, I just don't something. know. I just don't know if the hype is is where it's at. But there's so many people that do it and say that the hype is real. It must be. It must be. I think it's similar in some ways to duck hunting in that, you know, when you're duck hunting and you're calling to a bird and you see that bird respond to you and come into your decoys, it's it's kind of a similar thrill whenever you get a turkey, but it, it's a little more difficult, I would say. Yeah, you're not and, killing six turkeys at a time. <laughs> You let yeah. you get one every couple of years. So, and we, um, you know, we heard some, especially yeah. what was it, opening day or when? I mean, we yeah. were on two at one time and uh, just couldn't make it happen. Yeah. So, and then we took a little trip, went up in the Costat Mountains, me and some buddies, and went to the middle of nowhere thinking we were going to get away from all the hunters and we were going to kill all of us, we're going to kill all the limits of turkeys. All the turkeys. And we hunted for three days, heard one turkey, and the one we heard got shot within five minutes by another <laughs> hunter. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, look, speaking of turkeys, I didn't really plan this, but I'm I'm turkeyed out. I don't know if you can see my shirt or not. Oh, I got, yeah, you got uh, your Mr. I got, Fox I got my Mr., Mr. Fox uh, shirt on, which that's that's a cool story as well that we may get into for another time, but I got my Mr. Fox shirt on and then I've got this hat on. So let's, let's mention this hat for just a second. I just got this hat in very comfortable hat. And, uh, Mason Norman sent me this hat with, uh, chaos outdoors. Okay. And so it's, uh, I don't know if you can see it or not, but it says chaos outdoors and it's got a, uh, Turkey, uh, track on it. And, uh, Pretty cool hat. I would have to guess that they're pretty big turkey hunters. Yeah, yeah, and they've they've got some that have different stuff uh, on them. And I saw this one and thought, man, you know what? Out of all the stuff I've got, you know, I don't have a hat with a turkey track on it. Only thing that make it look better if it was sitting right here. Yeah, well, you'd have to come out a couple more notches on the back of it for that (laughs) big old head, but. (laughs) But uh, other than that, but no, appreciate Mason and Chaos Outdoors. Go over and check them out on Facebook and uh, all the social media platforms. We appreciate him. Saw where he shared our po- our post today from uh, saying that we were gonna we were gonna have a show today, and so we appreciate him and and his support. And um, speaking of support, we've got uh, some shows set to come up with Shin Shin Gear. So if you're a Shin Gear fan or maybe you're not, you just want to hear about some of their products. Uh, here in about three three or four weeks, we've got uh, Dylan Farrell, who is the uh, marketing director for Shin. He will be on with us uh, here on the podcast. We'll chat with him about the upcoming uh, Shin Film Festival coming up in October. 
lots of cool stuff going to happen with that. I actually found out some more details about that um, today that I'll share with you later. I'll let Dylan uh, spill the beans to everybody else, but some cool stuff I'll share with you, Garrett, later. And um, yeah. I think it think it's going to be pretty cool. And then hopefully everything works out. We're going to go uh, to the Shin headquarters for the drop date for uh, that is uh, middle of July. Um, as long as Garrett's wife doesn't have a baby during that time. It's very gonna, likely. Hopefully we can head up there and get some new gear. That's our favorite time of the year. And uh, see what all Shen's got going on and bring you a podcast from Memphis. Yeah, and speaking of that, that's kind of where we started season one last year. Yeah. It was right there. It was set up with Field Norris and and talked all the – the waiters and all their new products coming out and it'll kind of be similar to that. We're going to try to do some things different with that in season two, but we still want to give everybody a chance to see all the new products and, and yeah. talk to talk to the guys at Shen about it. Yeah. And one, one thing we're going to try to do, which is the first time I've said it in public. I know you and I have talked about it, but, and I actually talked to her today. So I could talk about my experience today, but multiple times um, we've dealt with Morgan who mm-hmm. is, uh, basically over their customer service type stuff at Shen. And I called up there today. I bought some shirts, needed the different size, called them. Within two or three minutes, I had a return label in my email inbox, printed it off, took it over to UPS. Shirts are on their way. Easy peasy. And it's just uh, it's like we beat a dead horse. But if you deal with Shen's customer service, you will understand why. We brag on it so much because it's the real deal. Yep. If you give them a call, you're going to get to talk to Morgan Card. And a lot of places you call, you might talk to a foreigner. You don't know who exactly you're going to get. But if you call Shin, most likely you're going to be talking to somebody. And her name is Morgan Card. And she takes phenomenal um, care of everybody that shops with Shin. And I actually talked to uh, Jesse today as well, which I... Um, assume from the email her last name is Jones, so I can only imagine that her uh, who her husband is probably but, uh, Jeff. But you know, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, well see. I wanted to say something real quick about Dylan too. Okay. So you've gotten to know Dylan a little better than I have. A little bit. We're we're and not we're not BFFs or anything, but I've gotten to know him a little better than you. Yeah. And you've alluded to that we've known for a while about this scout boot. Okay. Just so the people know, we don't have any insider info <laughs> on this stuff. No. However, no. however, if you are on the Shin Gear forum, those guys in that forum are they're stalker-ish. They and are? they follow D- Dylan Farrell and they zoom on in, in on videos and they can pick out things that are coming. And that's how we know or have a little insight into yeah. maybe what might be coming down the road. Yeah. And just, I do just want to give one correction, just so okay. in case somebody tells uh, Morgan uh, that we were talking about her on this show. Uh, her last name is Walker. It is Card Walker. I believe that may be her maiden name. So we don't okay. want to we don't want to call her out of a wrong name. You know how, you know, how, uh, I guess we could just say how women they you know call them by the right name. <laughs> and uh, my wife doesn't want to be called by her maiden name. So true. But nonetheless, everybody knows who Morgan is. She's great at what she does. And uh, I'll just say it. Don't really care who hears it. But 
the customer service wouldn't be half of what it is without Morgan. That's exactly right. She's she's awesome. She's awesome. So our plan is we're going to at least invite her so everybody knows we're going to invite her to be on the show. If she turns us down, then she's so too busy it. taking care of shin customers. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Hey, we got Texarkana Game Day tuning in here on the podcast tonight. So I'm assuming uh, that's Morgan, but uh, not sure. But much love to Texarkana Game Day because without Texarkana Game Day, there would be no blind. So, exactly right. yeah, Texarkana Game Day helped us get this whole thing started. And uh, we used to do our shows in their studio. And so Morgan Smith uh, helped us get this thing off the ground. Not sure we're too far off the ground, but uh, he helped us. He helped us at least uh, try to get it up off the ground. So we appreciate Morgan. So Garrett, what else you got on your list for us to talk about tonight? Let me let me go over here and look and see what we got. Let's do a quick let's do a quick recap on season one. So we talked about where we started this season. Yeah, and we started off at Shin Gear in Memphis, and I don't know. Do you think we ought to ought to spill the beans on what happened with with season one, episode one? <laughs> I don't know if we should or not. And Morgan, we we could see your comment there. Where's my shin blind gear? I think I did. I not bring him a shin cam. Did I not bring him a shin shirt? Did, I can uh, neither. I can neither confirm nor deny these statements. <laughs> cam sounds like he's driving down the highway right now. But uh, I I could have swore I brought him something. I don't know. I know I've given him. I know I've given him something, a blind hat or something. But he probably threw it in the trash or gave it to somebody. But uh, we'll see what we could do. We got some hats. I just don't know if you'll wear them. You'll probably make fun of them. So it yeah, is we what don't it is. Waste any hats. But I tell you what, Garrett. Let's uh, let's take a commercial break real quick, and then we're yeah. going to come back and we're going to we're going to hash out this season one. We're going to talk a little bit about what we've done in season one, how we're going to end season one, and then what's coming in season two but uh cam's got us a uh commercial geared up and so we always want to make sure that we take time to uh to thank our sponsors and so we're going to take a minute to uh, show some love to them we'll be right back i believe that your waiter is one of if not the most important tool for a waterfowl hunter over the last couple years we've been wearing the shin waiter of course like most people we were skeptical about a non-insulated waiter but I'm here to tell you, it's the best thing I've ever put on. We wasted a lot of years wearing neoprene and insulated, bulky, hard to move around in waders. Shin has it figured out, from the sleek and rugged design to the hottest patterns on the market. The Shin Gear waders are the must for all waterfowl hunters. I wear them, I stand behind them, and I'm telling you, I'm proof. Shin waders are truly built better. Go check them all out at shingear.com. Man, does does that uh, does that Shin commercial not get you pumped up? Mm, that makes you ready for for duck season, doesn't it? It does. I oh, I man. love that video by Shin, and we've got another one by Shin that's that's just as good or better, and I can't. I can't wait to see what they uh, what they shoot us over to use for season two. But man, that's some that's some pretty good camera work. 
Dylan does a lot of that, doesn't he? Yeah, Dylan, Dylan, he likes to work that camera. So we'll get into all of that with him whenever we get him on here. Yeah. But, uh, you know, before let's, let's jump into season one, but before we get off way off of the scout boot. Okay. Our wives, because I know your wife is watching our wives, give us a pretty hard time about Shen. You and I have a lot of Shen stuff. Uh, we I've, we we don't have everything that they've come out with, but we've got ninety. Oh yeah, we, we're doing maybe ninety five percent of we're what they've come right. out with. Um, but they give us such a hard time because we've got every hat, every shirt, waiters, multiple pairs of waiters, jackets, uh, all kinds of stuff, and then this scout boot comes out, and the very first thing that my wife says when I open the box is those are cute. I think I need a pair. Do they come in women's size? And I said, no, they don't come in women's size. But if you'll tell me what size you wear in a men's shoe, I'll order you a pair. Well, she took the bait. She texts me later on. We live in the same house. I don't know why she texts me, but she texts me. And told me what size in a man's shoe. So she's serious about this. She wants a pair of these shin boots. So, guys, if you're listening, maybe get your wife a pair. Maybe that will ease the pain when you get a big box in that's got a couple hundred, maybe a thousand, a couple thousand dollars worth of shin stuff comes in. Get her a pair of these boots. Find you out should what order size them at the same time. Yeah. That way, that's when it oh, I got you something too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and we did not forget about y'all. We just there. That's the last thing we ever would think that y'all wanted. You know, when y'all do, uh, when my wife is ordering stuff from Ulta, I don't want anything, so I don't have to ask her. She doesn't have to remember me. It's kind of the same thing with us and Shin. You know, we just don't even connect that that y'all would even want something. So we apologize is what I'm getting at. We apologize. We will think before we buy new waiters and see if y'all want a pair. I'm not going to speak on the Ulta comment. <laughs> I may or may not have asked for something there recently, but we, we won't talk about that. That's besides the point. <laughs> I can't believe you admitted that live, but okay. I more, said more... may or may not. I mean, so it's in the air. Well, I'm sure your wife could probably confirm if you did or not. But I'll, I'll ask her not to do that. <laughs> but I feel like it's any sane wife's job to keep us humble, keep us honest. They got to give us a little bit of a hard time. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we'll take it. Yeah, and we'll, uh, take. We'll, we'll take it. But look, let's let's jump back on track. Let's talk season one. Yeah. So we talked about episode one. I guess Brian doesn't want to spill the beans. Tried to give you all a little info there. He didn't take the bait, so I'm not I guess taking we'll, the bait. We'll hold on to that one. I'm not taking uh, the bait. Episode two. Let's talk episode I can, two. I, I take go back. Go back. Go uh -oh. back. Go back. Okay. We can spill the beans on what happened. Yeah. We can't we can't yeah. spill the beans on okay. Well, I, I didn't we know what give, you meant. We won't give details. So <laughs> I'll, 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 let me, we go let me we go. go to Memphis to film episode one. Okay. <laughs> We drive all the way to Memphis. How Which far is what, is that about four hour drive? About four from hours us. from us. Yeah. And and we go up there and we're glad to be up there. Having a great time. 
So we spend hours up there and we film a good hour show. I mean, we go through all kinds of stuff. We're feeling good about it. We get back. Our producer, Cam, he's getting the show ready to go to put out the next week. And we get a phone call. Not going to throw him under the bus either, but we get a phone call from somebody and they say, hey, we got a problem. There was a product that we talked about and we decided we're not going to release it yet. And I said, oh, wow. Okay. So, so I we called. Just, we're like, we can just yeah. cut that clip. We'll just, we'll just yeah. cut it out. Yeah. No, no big deal. I tell him, no hey, not a big deal. We'll just cut that part out. No one will ever know. Well, no one will ever know. No one will ever know. <laughs> well, come to find out, we loved the product so much that we talked about it multiple times throughout the show. So the whole show we had we had, we to, had scrap. to scrap it. We had to yeah. scrap it. So and you could see the product in the whole clip. And it was yes. <laughs> yes, okay. And I forgot about that part. So we had products set up around us and we had this certain product and it wasn't the scout boot. But we had this certain product in the video for the whole show. But it just wasn't ready to be released yet. And that's and that's that's perfectly fine. And so we end up getting with field and we say, "Hey man, we can just either scrap the whole show or we can come back and do it again. And he was like, man, I'll come to y'all. And so we were like, no, we don't want you to have to do that. Well, he had conflicting plans with us and everything. So we barely could work it out. We squeezed it in the last minute, the very last minute. And we go all the way back to Memphis again, film the show again, start and we put it out start to finish from the very beginning. We do it again. And uh, take two, take two. And that's the first episode that you see of the blind, which was actually not the first episode. So that's it's actually, right. it's actually episode one B is what it is. <laughs> I was going to say we're actually on episode 12 now. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. It felt like for us and for field that we had filmed 17 episodes when we were done with that. Yeah. So I don't but, know. Maybe we will. Maybe we're still welcome there. I hope Maybe so. As long as we guarantee them, we will only do it once this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we ought to do is just do it live. And so no if, take we backs. Me- if we mess something up, there's no take backs. No, no take backs. backs. We can't yeah. do anything about it. It's live. So, it's out there. It's done. It's out there. Yep. But all joking aside. So that was episode one. We love those guys at Shin. They do such a great job. And, and we're, we love them a little bit more because they um, they're so good to us. We appreciate their support because we're nobody. I mean, they're somebody and we're nobody and they, they, they help us out. They want, they, they are, they're a part of it. Um, Well, that's uh, another reason why there was no way we were allowing field to come to texture. Canna. That's right. That's right. We're coming to you, buddy. We really like field and talk to him on a regular basis. Um, but we still appreciate him way more than they'll ever appreciate us. I mean, cause oh, yeah. I mean it, they're just, they're our guys. Yeah. They're awesome. So they've been really good to us. Well, let's move on. Let's move on to episode two. So we had Cade's kids with Mark Pickard. Yeah. And then we had Todd Eze with Rixie dog stands and Cade's kids, man, they are just, they just continue 
to to do what they do. They, yeah, they put on a full display at the uh, steak cook-off. So I Brian know. and I this weekend. <laughs> uh, anybody familiar with Magnolia Blossom Festival? We were there this weekend. And, and, we were set and up. World Championship Steak Cook-off. That's right. That's right. Cade's kids was there, and they they outperformed us by a little bit. <laughs> to say the least um they won something in the parade category which garrett and i were uh, not very good parade participants we rode the whole parade with um the windows up and we people watched <laughs> and we people watched and talked talked about who we were seeing out there not in a bad way no we're good christians we weren't we weren't hating on anybody, but we were people watching and we were, you know, laughing and having a, a good time in a, in but a good to way. ourselves in a good way. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but yes, Cade's kids, a great foundation. If you don't know what that is, go over on Facebook and look them up. Cade's kids, K A D E S Cade's kids foundation, a uh, friend of ours, a guy we've known our whole life, uh, tragically passed away during COVID, a young guy, and um, and so he was a very avid hunter, and he loved uh, loved kids. Didn't have any kids of his own. His life was you know cut short before he could do that. And so some of his very best friends and family have started a foundation in his name, and they raise money, give away hunts, they do scholarships, they do all kinds of stuff, and they participate in the Magnolia Blossom Festival and World Championship State Cookoff. And they have a float in it, so they participate in that part, and they participate in the state cook-off. And uh, they beat us in both of them. They did, but it's nice to be associated with something like that. That's yeah. getting kids outside and get kids outdoors and letting them enjoy what we enjoy. Yeah, for sure. You know? And That's and we'll we'll about. get we'll get Mark on again in season two and let them um you know tell us what's going on with Cade's kids and what's to come and, and maybe some stuff that we can help out with. And so but uh, let's move on to uh, to uh, the second part of episode two, which was Rixie uh, dog stands. Yeah, so the Rixie dog stand, that's a product. And Todd Ezai, the owner of that company, um, but his product, man, it's just something that we got to use this last season. And it's been really, really handy. It fits small. That's the thing I like most about it. So it fits yeah. so small and compact. You can put it in your backpack. You can put it in your gun box. It yeah. doesn't take up a lot of space. It's easy to put on a tree, fold up, your dog's stable on it. It does all the things you need a dog stand to do. Right. Yep. It sure does. And it um like you said, it, it's just it it's built well. It's not flimsy. It's built well. It's uh an Arkansas product, so we love it even more. Todd's up in central Arkansas, up around the Bryant Little Rock area, uh somewhere up in that area, North Little Rock, maybe. And, um, of course, uh, it makes it even better that it's a Arkansas product, but, uh, he makes a good product. Like you said, it's, we can, we can, uh, tie it up or, or, you know, strap it up yeah, and throw it in the, in the gum box, like you said, or in the back of the truck or whatever. And it's not like some of the other bulkier ones that take up so much room or they're always in the way. So, and they're easy, they're easy up. Like you, like you said, I mean, it's easy undo the straps, put it up i mean boom 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 you're done there's very few 
breakable components, it seems like, too. Yeah. There's not a bunch of little pins and things you got to keep up with and something you can drop in the water and lose it. Nope, I, I can't use my dog stand today. It's yeah. just it's a good product. Yeah, and I like it because it doesn't, uh, a lot of your older um, tree stands that we're used to, you've got to have a decent-sized tree to put this on. Well, you and I hunt a lot of places that have willow trees, and yeah. willow trees are, are not typically very big, and so we can put those on just about anything. Yeah. Uh, when we met him at the Delta Expo last year, he was actually demonstrating how you could put it on a cypress knee that was mm -hmm. only about 12 inches, and you mm -hmm. could put it uh, on that. And so uh, really good product. Uh, look forward to having Todd on and talking with him again, see what kind of new stuff he's got coming out. So go over and check out uh, the Rixie dog stands. Right. Let's move on. So episode three, we had Keith Hammer and Jason Pironi. Yeah. Of Stratton Seed Company. Stratton yeah. Seed Company. If y'all haven't checked out their website, you need to get over there. Yeah. You get over. They got tons of products. They have a specific spot on their website, which is Stratton Hunt. You just put in strat, gostrattonseed.com and click on the top, Stratton Hunt, and you can see all of their deer hunting blends, their duck hunting blends. That's something I was talking to Brian about. I want to try something a little different this year, and I want to try to plant up a few little small ponds with some of Stratton's blends and see if I can't get a couple good hunts off a couple of small ponds around the house. Yeah, and so, I mean, they do they do a little bit of everything. Whether you're oh, planting, yeah. whether you're planting for uh, crops, or you're planning to hunt, or you're planning even for concealment, they've got products that you can plant around your deer stands or your duck blinds or whatever for concealment. So that they've got a little bit of everything. So make sure you go over and check them out. Uh, we appreciate Keith and and them for being a sponsor. You can see it right. Uh, let's see. I got to go the other way. There it is, right down there. That hunt strat and see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's backwards, but uh, yeah, that's their new logo. Uh, actually, uh, that's their new uh, logo for Stratton Seed. And, and now's uh, the time of the year when you need to be you need to be on their website and you need to order what you need. You need to get all your stuff planted. I was kind of looking through the dates and all that stuff for where I wear at. It looks like a lot of the duck hunting blends and all. You'd want to get them in the ground by July, sometime in July, early August. Yeah. So if you're needing seed, now's the time. Yeah, and so the um, you know, not not just um planting stuff to grow, but they also make uh corn uh blends and minerals and all kinds of different feeds uh for deer and uh and stuff like that. So uh you know, I got to got to test out and try the uh, uh the rack attack and their uh, corn and, and soybean mix this last year. And so a lot of really good stuff. Go check them out at uh, uh, what was a, is it go Stratton seed.com? Go Stratton seed.com. Go Stratton seed.com. Go check them out. Yeah. And then we also had a local guy, Lane peoples. Yeah. Oh, Lane. We had a good time talking to Lane peoples from Bates and blades. Another sponsor, man. We like, we like Bates and blades. Uh, we we like, we like Bates and blades and we really love, lane people. love lane peoples if you don't know lane peoples you are missing out we're gonna have him yeah. on the show here soon he's a hard guy to track down so i hope he watches this but man he he's just a great guy he's a really good guy he really is if you it know him take he's long a, talking to him a great guy you just kind of get that feel it's like one of yeah. those people that you feel like you've known forever yeah even when you first talk to him and he's funny and it, yeah he's great he's real he's great funny. 
It's real funny. And yeah. um, speaking of his place here in Texarkana, whether you're here or you're around the area, you need to go check out Lane because I'm not a huge fisherman. I tell Garrett all the time, I like my fish fried, not on the end of a hook. And um, But Lane, from what I hear from really big fishermen, is that uh, his place has stuff nowhere else has. Like he is the place, not just for Texarkana, but for this region. There are people that will come from miles away to pick up stuff at his store. So uh, with fishing season upon us, go over there and uh, check out all of his fish and tackle stuff. Yes, so let's move on. So episode four, we had a great guest in Rod Haydell, Haydell's Game Calls. Oh, we man. We had a really great time talking to Rod. Just the, man, the level of knowledge that that guy has on calling ducks, building duck calls, the intricacies, the things that we would never know about a duck call that goes into making them. Yeah. Building a company that just does duck calls, which he does a whole line of different things. But starting at Duck Calls, we had a really good time talking to Rod Haydale. If you haven't gone back and watched any of that, you need to go back and watch episode four with Rod Haydale. Yeah, and you know, Rod Haydale was just a... So, I don't want to get off too much off topic, but, um, you know, there's 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 people that start hunting at different stages of their life, right? You got some people that grow up and, uh, you know, like, like your dad, he always, uh, deer hunting and stuff, but he didn't duck hunt. So you didn't start duck hunting at a real young age. Right. You know, my dad did. So I started at a real young age. And what I was getting at is, is from that young age, I can remember the name Haydale because right. being where we're located in South Arkansas, we're not far from North Louisiana where Haydale game calls is located and also not far from where, um, Phil Robertson and uh duck commander you know right, are located right. so those two names yeah in the duck calling world in this region when i was growing up were were those big were names guys. my yeah. dad blue one of the original duck commander calls that was made out of wood before acrylic was a thing that he got in the 80s when nobody knew who phil robertson was and it was one of the original Duck Commander calls. And he still got it to this day, and it still blows just fine. And, but Haydale's the very first call that I ever learned how to blow was a Haydale call. And I didn't really learn how to blow it very good at this time, but I was about six years old. That was the first duck call that was ever put in my hand. So that's why that, that episode's you know real special to me is because you know, Garrett, and anybody yeah. that's ever hunted with me, how much I love a DR 85 and I don't care who has an opinion on, on it. I don't, I don't, I don't need or want a $200 call. And I don't mean that in a, in a bragging way, but no, we, no, we've no, no. killed, we've killed plenty of ducks with me blowing a DR 85. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you know, and I'm not saying it's we're not going to get into that. No, right it's now. just all about but, finding the right fit for right. you and what fits you as a duck caller and what puts ducks in the decoys. It doesn't matter if it costs five dollars or three hundred dollars. Yep. If it works, it works. And that's another subject for us to get off in. Make a note of that, of, of, yeah. of you know, a, a mental note uh, for uh, for another episode. But uh, I, that was probably one of my favorite episodes for sure just because of who we had on there and how much back to my childhood that you know he he uh 
played a part of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a special episode. And then our next one was a really good one, too. So episode five, we had Christian Frierson. Man, oh, we, were, Christian. we were stacking up the good ones there with Rod yeah. Haydale and then Christian, man. We, we went to Christian's camp. We yeah. sat down with him in Garland at his duck camp. Louisville. Louisville to be exact. Louisville, Garland, close enough. <laughs> well, he'll tell you. He'll correct I guess it depends on what side of the river you're on. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's okay. exactly right. Yeah. But nonetheless. Christian, Christian was gracious to us. Let us come in, sit down with him at his camp, and talk duck hunting, talk the designated puller, his automatic uh, jerk rig. It's a great product we've gotten to use throughout this last season. I look forward to continuing to use, number one, because it works. Um, but, yeah. What you got to say about Christian? There's so many. If things. I might add, that was a very fine looking episode. If I do say so myself. Yeah, man. Yeah, our camp, our camp, Cam's coming in hot. He is. Cam, he is. Cam. I hope he has us sounding better than what he sounds. Golly, he sounds is that like just he's got his head? He sounds like he's got his head in a Dorito bag. Is that? Just, <laughs> <laughs> was that a fat joke? I, I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't have my good microphone hooked up. I'm doing this on my AirPods, so it's, it's, well, it's a little, it's a little tragic. That's not nice, what Garrett said. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take up for you. There was no ill intent if, in that. If, I just don't have my soundboard hooked up tonight. Just, just know that next time, <laughs> Garrett sounds, sounds better now. You gonna make better now. You gonna make Garrett sound like, <laughs> like that next time? Okay, he's, he's out. Gone. He's out. He's out. But um Christian. That's my guy. I love I love Christian Frierson. I talk to him, shoot, sometimes multiple times a week. Um he he says that I am the uh overlooker of his uh farm over there because of course I drive an hour to and from work every day. And I can see ducks either flying over his place or going down on his place or even some some stuff that's out by the highway. And so I call or text him almost every day and we talk about ducks. Well, you've and, been overseeing his property before you even knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been overseeing his property for a long time. But, that's uh, right. That's right. No, Christian's just a great guy. Even though he's from Louisiana, we still like him. And um, you know, his his Christian's okay, but his dad's the real great guy. But no, uh, I'm just messing around. But Christian, Christian's a great guy, and just that whole crew that he's got over there—a bunch of his family and stuff—and just his place, what they've built over there, you know, is is just it's a uh, dream. It's cool, and, and 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 when you think about the place that he's built and how he's done it, uh, a lot of people—if you didn't watch the episode—you just really don't know because there's a lot of people that go out and buy these turnkey places, and they go in there and they start killing ducks, and I mean, they were killing zero. Like it took them this was, years. This was not. This was not a turnkey place, and they have right. built it into something. And I'm proud of them. And I'm proud that we get to go over there and hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I hope. And I hope that we get invited back. Uh, a lot. Lot We're of good time. luck. We're good yeah, luck. Apparently. Yeah. Um. But uh, uh, speaking of Christian, um, and his product, you know, go over there and check them out. Uh, Perfect Limit Outdoors. And uh, his product, the designated puller, you know, I'll be honest with you. And I've told Christian this, so this is nothing that he's going to hear for the first time, but I was skeptical. I mean, it's just like anything that's motorized in the, in the duck hunting industry. Now, I mean, you're like, well, I mean, does it really work? There's all kinds of stuff out there. And, but 
it works. It's the, it's the real deal. It works. It I mean, really does. It, it's practical. It's not, he didn't try to recreate the wheel. Right, right. He took the wheel and just pumped it up with air. I mean, right. it, it, it's, it's the perfect product. And when you think about something like that, you think, well, is it, you know, is it difficult to put together and assemble or use, or do you have problems out of it or what? Once we figured out how to use it, it did take a little bit. It, it took did. A, it because, took me probably three times setting it up to get it to where I But know it's just what like I'm anything. Doing. Just like right. anything. It was nothing right. against the product at all. But once right. we figured out how to use it, we could throw it together in five minutes, and it was the best tool that we had. And you're living proof. Does it does it help you kill ducks? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just the the age old conversation I feel like people have been having for the last five, maybe even ten years is, well, do we put out a mojo or do we not? And then we put it out, yep. and we take it down, we do all that stuff, and then finally, me and Brian are sitting in the blind like. Do I got a jerk string? Let's let's put a jerk string yep. out. You put yep. it out, and here they they're, here they're coming in the decoys. Yep. Just go back to the basics, and he That's went right. back to the basics and made it better. That's right. That's right. Look, let's take a short break, real quick, Garrett. Let's show some love to our sponsors. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more episodes, and then we're going to have. I don't know. We want to still call it the final flight. We'll kind of have some final thoughts for you yeah. before we get off of here. But we're going to come back. We'll talk some more episodes right after this. When we're out in the field waterfowl hunting, we never leave the house without our designated puller, the number one automatic jerk rig on the market. Go over to perfectlimitoutdoors.com and check out the designated puller. Make the water move. Welcome back to the blind. We see our man Mason Norman is tuning in down there with Chaos Outdoors like we talked about just a few minutes ago. We appreciate him for tuning in. Got my turkey track hat on tonight from Chaos Outdoors. Go over there and find them on Facebook like I did. And he's got some really cool hats. I'm sure he's got other stuff as well, but I didn't want to spend all my money. But um, got some cool hats. Love the hat, by the way, Mason. Appreciate you, buddy. Wish you much success. You ready to move on? Let's move on. Yeah. All right. So what episode are we at? Seven? We're at episode six. Episode six. All right, so let's episode go. Episode six, we spent Christmas with Apex. Jared yeah. Lewis. Jared yeah. Lewis we had on. And then we also had Jay Peterson, a dirty duck. Yeah, and speaking of Apex Ammunition, we'll have Kyle Jones, their marketing guy, and a really good uh, caller, a duck caller, goose caller. I don't know what all he does. He does a little bit of everything, but he is really good at what he does for Apex, the marketing side of it. And he is our guy. He takes care of us. Apex Ammunition takes care of us. And, man, we appreciate them. And uh, their stuff is for real. Oh, man. Their yeah. stuff is for real. Their shells have been – and it, it – it, I know they do their duck hunting loads. They do steel shot. They do turkey loads. Yeah. All of it. All That's of right. it's been phenomenal. Yeah, and look, let me let me say this before we before we move on to Dirty Duck. But we talk a lot about our sponsors of the show, right? Right. But the reason why we didn't just regardless of what people think, um, we didn't just go out and say, Hey, anybody in the outdoor industry, will you be a sponsor of our show and help us out? We didn't just do that. We didn't just go out and beg for anybody and everybody. 
we went to specific brands that we wanted to target. And because we used their products, we believed in their products and we wanted to be associated and wanted them to be associated with our brand because we felt like it fit together. Right. Right. And Apex is one of those brands. Nothing against other shell, uh, shotgun shell companies or am ammo companies. You and I have shot different brands for as long as we've hunted. This is our first year to shoot Apex, but we knew who they were. We knew the people behind the scenes and we knew that they were the kind of company we wanted to be a part of. So just given that little bit of background, that's why we talk about these sponsors so highly is because we truly believe in their products and the people behind the products. Right. Right. Yeah. That is something about Apex is, and just like you said, we, we didn't try to get everybody out there to, to come be a part of this show and finding the right people. We don't have to try to sell their products. That's not what we're here to do. We're here to share their products with other people and just show you just how good they are. Yeah. And the, uh, I mean, <laughs> from the, from the S three steel to the uh, blended load for uh, waterfowl this year to, to their tungsten to everything. I mean, it's, it's awesome stuff. And then uh, on top of that, we didn't just have them. We had dirty duck with us as well on the same episode. I'm not going to pour it out again this time. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have anything in his cup, but dirty duck, the official coffee of the blind. Man, we, we appreciate them. And they don't so just much. do coffee. They do really cool hats and hoodies mm. and, they got some swag. Yeah, they got, they some, got swag. some swag. I may be getting too old to use that word, but Dirty Duck has got some swag. And like I said, they are the official coffee company of the blind. We love their coffee. They just came out and dropped a brand new iced coffee or, or cold, excuse me, cold brew, I guess okay. would be the exact words for it. And uh, I drink a lot of coffee, but I'm definitely not a coffee connoisseur. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge coffee consumer, but um yeah, I don't, I don't know all the ins and outs about it. I've heard about it. I've read about it a little bit, um, but they just came out with a brand new um, cold brew. So go over and yeah. check them out, dirtyduckcoffee.com. They got cups. They got mugs. They got coffee. Even got some in the mail last week with a hat and a decal. And I'm going to have to get on Jay Peterson whenever I talk to him, but he sent me some more coffee. They always keep us with coffee. And he sent me coffee beans this time. And you have no clue what to do with them. I ain't fancy enough. I don't have one of those machines that ground the, you know, grind the beans up and everything. Like I need the coffee grounds or a, a pod. Okay. I need the pod. So, <laughs> but I got them. We're going to figure it out. We may have to crush them have up. To hand grind them. Crush them up with a, with a, a coffee cup, you know. Uh, but uh, we appreciate Jay and them for, uh, you know, sending us the coffee over and and uh, always keeping us refreshed and uh, entertained. They're very entertaining people. Go over and check them out, dirtyduckcoffee.com. So episode seven, we had Zach Randall with Reaper Boats. Reaper yeah. Boats. They're newer, they're newer on the scene, I feel like. There's there's several other boat makers out there, but Zach, man, they looks like they're really taking their try, time and trying to do this thing right. Yeah, so Zach's a character. We really like Zach. He knows some of the uh, he knows some of the uh, same guys that I do uh, in the uh, just duck hunting. 
uh, we've got some mutual friends and uh, I actually reached out to some of them to hook us up with Zach because he's got a, a newer uh, brand out there and they, they are, uh, they're killing it, man. Um, Zach yeah, is building really some, good, really good work. He's building, building some really good boats and always uh, uh, taking it to the next level. And so I expect big things out of Reaper boats. Love to have him on again this year and just kind of get an update on what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool company. Um, we, on episode eight, we had Field Norris, which we've talked a lot about. Field. Yeah. We've already talked about Shin. We had to have him on again just because we love him so much. Um, but we also had Gardner Lyle and Lyle Real Estate. This is where we're, where we're at. We're at the Lyle Real Estate Studio. And man, those guys, they've got it going on. They got some really, really nice properties. Uh, this time of year, again, this is the time of year. If you're looking for a duck hunting property, you need to look up Lyle Real Estate, and you need to check out all the properties they've got on their website. But they've got some, it's LyleRealEstate.com. They've got some really nice properties, but they're going fast. I was looking at their website yesterday, and it was sold, 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 sold. So if you hadn't checked them out, you better better get on it quick. Yeah, and so, of course, Lyle Real Estate, um, you know, is a sponsor of our uh, studio each and every week. But you think, why a real estate? company or a brand well here's why because they sell hunting property and they don't just sell any hunting property they're not taking some podunk piece of junk property out there and i mean that with all due respect to whoever's got some crappy land out there but they've got really nice properties they go out they want the good stuff to sell and bring to people. And they are, I mean, they're experts on it. They've been doing oh, it yeah. for a lot of years. This is the, what, 30th anniversary or something for them, a 40th something um, that they're celebrating this year. I mean, they've been around forever and selling quality properties, but they're knowledgeable about all of it. They're hunters. They know what they're talking mm -hmm. about. They're not just trying to sell you a piece of land to make some commission off of it. They are really pushing good products and we love those guys gardner lyle gar lyle brandon stafford we love all those people over there at uh lyle real estate and we appreciate them yeah you know the thing about gardner and his dad is i guess it's gardner and gar yeah is they're kind of the same kind of guys when you talk to them you kind of feel like you've known them forever and yeah. they're not giving you some high high sales pitch then they're putting a bunch of pressure on you to try to get you to make a move and do something Right. I mean, we've talked to them a couple of times and both times we've talked to them and I just want to help you find what you're looking for. Yeah. And they've got a really cool story about how Gar started the company and started with his first piece of land and all, all that kind of stuff. So that that's a really cool story. But, you know, speaking of field that we had on this episode uh, uh, before them, you know, the first time we talked with him, it was more about Shin products and, and stuff like that. This time we talked hunting with him. So if you want to get a little deeper into who Field Norris is and his hunting, you know, we did a little bit more of that on this episode. So, but a cool episode. So that was kind of the end of our, our first mini season, I guess you could yeah, say in, yeah. in the fall. And then we plan to come back in the spring. We've had three episodes so far. We had our spring preview show. Yeah. We had this last week, we had Hayden Richard. I was out last week. My daughter had a, had a choir concert that they were putting on. She'd been preparing for all year. So I wasn't missing that for this. And so I was out last week, but Brian got to talk to Hayden Richard. 
Yeah, cool guy. And, you know, like you said before, we just kind of. So what we did on this so-called spring preview is we just wanted to come on here because, of course, you can see we've got a different setup now. It's it's more practical. We can do it from anywhere. We can have anybody on with us from anywhere around the world. We send them a link. They pop in our studio. We pop them on the screen. You know, uh, you know. I know we're gonna be on vacations here and there. I mean, we can do the show from anywhere. So, so that's what our spring preview was: was basically testing out this new platform, see what it looks like, see what adjustments we want to make, and how to improve on it. And that's something that we're doing over these next couple episodes leading to the end of season one. We want to make sure that we make this the best product we can before we hit season two, because we really want to hit season two with a bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got some great guests lined up, but we can't wait to bring them to you. We're on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That was the other thing we were trying to get set up in the podcast yeah. platforms and get that going and make sure everything, all the kinks were worked out and everything was working correctly. And so far, it hadn't been that hard. I know Cam's the one probably putting in all the effort behind <laughs> Yeah, it ain't that hard. Yeah, because we don't do us. it. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and you know, and you, then you talked about Hayden uh, Richard that, uh, I mean, he's world champion duck caller. I mean, he's he's got all kinds of titles, just a cool guy down in Louisiana. We're actually going to get with him and see about uh, maybe getting a teal hunt this year together. So, yeah, that'd be funny. Seems like he'd be a fun guy to hunt with. Yeah. He says they've got lots of teal down there and he'll keep the snakes and the gators away. So, I have say you ever we do. Hunted, have you ever hunted with a Cajun? I have not, but I mean, it's uh, I I I feel like he would protect me. When... There's something a little different about <laughs> hunting down there. Yeah, it's just a little different feel. Yeah, yeah I bet it is. Yeah. I bet yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> you get move. alligators at your feet. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then we move to tonight. Here and we are. We just wanted to come give you a recap of season one and kind of tell you what to expect coming down the line so we got a really cool guest coming on next week a really 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 cool guest coming on next week and so of course this may be controversial but we support all brands that are trying to help the outdoor industry Uh all of them so whether you're delta waterfowl du you know uh we've we've been to christian waterfowler association uh stuff i mean there's uh deer unlimited there's all kinds of uh, stuff out there but we um next week we're going to have a brad heidel on with us and i i I hope that's how i say his name Uh, i've talked to him on the phone before but i never really asked him how to uh, say his last name but i think it's heidel and he is the senior uh marketing guy for delta waterfowl not just our region but for the whole organization of delta waterfowl and so we're going to have the top marketing guy on here with us and uh, uh that'll be a director. great conversation yeah senior there's so director. many different things we could probably talk to that guy about i mean delta they're everywhere yeah oh yeah i mean yeah, so cover, nationwide i don't know how many states is they in all 50 states i, mean, I, they're, I they're would out ass- there i would assume uh but you know, I don't know, but we'll find out next week. What we're going to talk to him about, one of the big things we're going to talk to him about is the uh, Delta Waterfowlers uh, Expo or Delta Duck Hunters Expo. I think I can't remember how they word it, but yeah, uh, it's their Waterfowl Expo that they did last year in Little Rock, Arkansas, not far from us. 
and uh, they decided that it was such a great turnout, they were going to do it a second year in Little Rock, Arkansas, and um, hopefully going to be able to make it to that this year to uh, to do uh, bring you some coverage on our podcast and uh, just to see everybody there. But we're going to talk about uh, the expo with them. We're going to talk about what's going on in the Delta world, and then we're going to talk about uh, they have got – the uh, million dollar duck campaign and uh, you know, not, not going to uh, get too much uh, into that right now, but, uh, but, but we are going to talk about that uh, with him. And um, I've got a link here. I'm not going to click on it cause I don't want to, I don't want the video to start playing, but uh, we're going to talk about that campaign that they've got going. Yeah. They're doing great stuff for duck hunters for the ducks as well and that's what it's all about we, we've got stops. we've got to put forth some effort there are 24 7 365 ducks every day that's, that's right. all they do so yeah he'll be really really interesting to talk to we'll go out with a bang on season one next week yep and then we're gonna jump into season two yep so season one finale next week you don't want to miss it senior uh uh, director of marketing for Delta Waterfowl will be on with us. And then we're going to end season one. Then season two, we're going to kick off season two with Dylan Farrell from Shin Gear. And then we've got a couple other guests that we're not r- quite ready yet to put out there. Um, we do have them lined up and uh, we're going to talk some, uh, we're going to talk some Cash River Farms. We're going to talk some public land duck hunting we're going to talk some uh we maybe talk some razorback basketball arkansas razorback basketball yeah um we're going to talk a little uh help me out who's some of the who's some of we're going to talk some duck calls Mm -hmm. um what else you put me on the spot uh duck blinds we're going to talk with some some, we're going to talk about some duck blinds um we got a list as long There's as my a long arm. list. That's a good thing though, that we oh, have yeah. that list, but we've got a list as long as my arm. So what I'm saying is go follow us on all of our platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple podcasts, follow us, YouTube, where you can keep it because we're about to bring you some good episodes. We wanted to pump it up a notch for season two, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're spending the time to try to bring you the best episodes that we could possibly bring you, and we have assembled a list of guests that we think is going to do that. And And we're going to be able to get a lot of people that couldn't come to Texarkana. That's right. That's one of the benefits of doing it the way that we're doing it now is we can get people that we might not have been able to get in season one to come all the way to Texarkana, Come sit with us on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Appreciative to all our guys from season one that did that. But that's yep. just not feasible for everybody with, with families and kids and jobs. And so it's going to allow us hopefully to take it up a notch. Yep. Yep. Well, I tell you what, let's take our last commercial break of the night. And then we're going to come back with the final flight, with which will be our uh, last little segment. We'll go for just a couple minutes. We'll finish up the show. And then we'll get ready to come back to you next week with the season one finale. We'll be right back. The Blind is brought to you each and every episode live from the Lyle Real Estate Studio, our land investment experts that you can trust. 
Whether you're looking for a big piece of land or just a small track to get started, Lyle Real Estate specializes in connecting rural properties with people who appreciate them. Their record of success speaks for itself. Go over and check out all of the hunting properties. Welcome back to The Blind, Season 1, Episode 11. We're going to wrap things up with something we're calling The Blind Final Flight, brought to you by Stratton Seed Company. They've got a mix called The Final Flight, and so we thought it was appropriate to give kudos to Stratton Seed for this little segment. And we just want to leave you with a few final thoughts from The Blind. So as hunters, it's pretty easy for us to get caught up in killing a limited ducks, killing a big gobbler, killing a big trophy buck. But man, it's just important for don't forget to slow down, enjoy the moment, take in God's creation, how fortunate we are to enjoy the outdoors. And just that's that's kind of the final flight. Enjoy the outdoors. <laughs> I don't know if you can say more than to, that. Don't forget to just slow down and take it all in sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it, it. sometimes we get, like you said, so caught up in it's all about the kill. It's it all is. about the harvest. And it is a, a lot about that. It, 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 that's a subject for or a topic for another day. Let's, let's get into pictures. But yeah, sometimes, and it's just life. It's not just hunting. But we do that with just about everything. And sometimes we just need to slow down and remember that, uh, just like you said, if we don't take it in, man, the older we get, time's flying by. And if we don't take That's it right. in, it's going to be gone in a flash. And, and as, as you know, Garrett, and I know in our, you know, uh, 34, 35 years of living so far, things are changing every day. And if you don't take it in, you're going to blink and, and it's going to be different tomorrow. So it goes by in a hurry. We appreciate brother Garrett there bringing us the sermon here on the final flight. And so Cam, you got anything before we go, buddy? Just some, just some bad audio. That's all I got. Just, just some bad audio. Well, look, Cam, we appreciate it. Go over and follow Cam, Killer Cam, on Instagram. Man, the guy is killer. We couldn't make this happen without him, so we want to make sure that everyone knows and he knows just how much we appreciate him because the blind doesn't happen without Cam, and that is Killer Cam, K-I-L-L-R-C-A-M, and I believe that's correct. If it's he not, kills it every week. Look it up. But he does. He kills it every week. And that guy is our player of the game. And so MVP. That's right. Well, look, we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of The Blind. Please go over. Please go over. We can't tell you how important it is that you go and follow and like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Go over to YouTube and subscribe. But also, this is what we're asking. All of those things are important, but go over to Spotify or Apple podcast, whichever you choose to listen to your podcast on and go over and subscribe to our channel, to our podcast and hit the little bell, that little bell that you hit. It's going to notify you whenever a new episode comes out. Okay. And we're shooting to bring you one every week because we got some good guests we want you to hear from, but please go over and follow us on social media, but please help us get our new podcast sites up off the ground and going, go subscribe to them and hit the little bell. So it will notify you whenever a, uh, a new podcast becomes available. And then after you listen to one or two or three or all of them rate us, give us a five-star rating, 
we really appreciate that and uh, it'll help us out more than you know. Garrett, you got anything else before we go? I think we can wrap it up. From Brian Bolt, Garrett Camp, thanks for ha- hanging out with us. We'll see you next week right back here in The Blind. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's episode of The Blind. Make sure you go over and follow and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for watching.